Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Hashtag Behind Relationship Goals. That is Bones. And that is Fofo. Today, Bonizi, what is our lovely podcast episode topic? Our topic is about life hacks with Bones and Fofo. Ding, 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 ding. Wow, you're doing all the sound effects now, huh? All right. Okay, so what do you mean by life hacks? What is this? I'm very excited because we will be sharing uh, things that we feel make our lives easier, isn't mm-hmm. it? So yes, life hacks, things that make yourself or your life easier, things that you do through your everyday life. Let's just make life a little bit easier. And these are some tips and tricks that we want to share with you guys. Yeah, we feel these are things that help make our day-to-day routines uh, Faster, more efficient, efficient, easier, yes. cheaper. Let's start it off, I guess, with something that a lot of people can get ASAP and these are apps on your phone. Since phones are part of our everyday lives, we're always on our phone for various things. These are the apps that really help us throughout the day or throughout the week, month, etc, etc. FYI, it is supposedly known that over 90% of Filipinos have smartphones. Which Nowadays, is of, which is super cool, diba? Right? Which is one of the highest percentages in the whole world. Which is why the Philippines is actually a test bed for some major global apps. They open their betas and their test apps here in the Philippines kasi ang daming nating my cell phones. Mm-hmm. We're a tech leader in certain ways. In certain ways. But let's get on to the apps. So let's start it off with your personal favorite fofo i have been using this app for over half a decade already it is my note taking app it is called evernote what do you love the most about evernote i really like evernote because one i've become accustomed to all its features and two it has become my to-do list Ah. so every time i think of something that i have to do i've made it a habit to put it down on evernote and why, why have lists been so important to our everyday work schedule? Because there are so many things that we have to remember throughout the day. And if we're going to use our memories as the basis mm-hmm. of reminders, it is going to fail us each and every time. Okay, Our memories are so volatile. We I- cannot rely on it. Do you agree? I can attest to that because I am very forgetful. And if you're a forgetful person like me, Evernote is your best friend. So once you think of it, write it down right away. Okay, the flip side of this kasi, is there are some people na medyo pride, prideful. That used to be me. Oh, oh says, I'm, no, I can remember this. I can remember this. Eh paano kung may ibinato sa'yo tas you have to do 10 different things. Email four people, respond to four other people, and then two errands for the house like buy more tissue or something. Do you really think that you're gonna remember all 10? Oh my God, Fofo, that's me. Okay, it is you. It is me. It is you. Don't worry, that was me also. Okay. Just earlier in my life. So I, 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 I had to learn this earlier because I, th- I I guess I did become a bit more independent earlier yes, than you. Yes, you did. Evernote is my note-taking app. And over time, it's grown and it's developed so many more features. This is not a sponsored Evernote uh, podcast, by the way. But now you can clip websites, you can post photos, you can share notes. You can present on it also. Yeah, and it came to the point that I actually subscribed to the premium version only because I would really use it. I would also archive important uh, important documents in it. I used Evernote to help plan our wedding because it was so easy. I had like my own folder for it and I had 
charts, I had lists, and I had to-do lists on it as well. So it really helped me out when we were planning the wedding. Although, although I must say, there are so many other note-taking apps out there that are feature-rich, that look good, and that are easy to use. It just so happens you got to pick one. And if you want to pick one, Evernote's something that works for us. Speaking of memory, the next app that we're going to recommend is... <laughs> My newest favorite app because it has saved me so many times. It's a password manager. Okay, specifically, it's called LastPass. If you guys watch a lot of YouTube videos, YouTubers are always promoting different kinds of password managers. You kind of just have to find one that works for you. Like I said, you can copy us. We use LastPass. It works for us. And Bonizi, how does that work for you? It helps because I like having different passwords for all the sites that I use. And I have various email accounts that I use for my gaming. Ahem, ahem. <laughs> so I'm going to have to remember the password. And diba, like your apps always ask you to update. So they ask you to change your password so that you don't get hacked. Yeah. Update it so that it's not like saved into like somebody's old system. So you should always update update your password and LastPass or any other password manager has helped me when I am in a rut and I forget, oh, okay, ano nga ba yung password ko dito? For me, I would like to say that Bonizi and I have been hacked many times, multiple times. But because of LastPass and two-factor authentication, we have been able to limit the damage of these hackings. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if everyone else who's watching this have been hacked. Here's a secret. There is a website that you can go to, I Have Been Owned, and you can check if websites you're signed up to have been hacked. <gasps> and they grab your password and they assume that that password is being used in all other accounts that you're subscribed in. I have not tried And this. they will try to log in. And that's why sometimes you have people trying to log into your Gmail or your Instagram, pero mm -hmm. fail. Kasi baka iba yung password yes. mo from other websites. Here's another example. Steam has been hacked. You From know, what I remember. Yes, because somebody tried to log into my Steam account so many times. And I'm like, huh? Paano to? Like, this is... It was probably an old password that I had when I first got Steam. I was like, nobody's gonna ever, you know, try to get this password. It's such a stupid password. And then I kept getting emails that... Tama yung password na nalagay nila, and they just needed the authentication from, from me. The email. But obviously, they didn't have my email password because I always change it. Yeah. So, our tip is first, get a password manager. And second, as much of a hassle it is in this digital age, we need to be constantly changing mm -hmm. our passwords and we need to be using different passwords. They have to be strong passwords. They have to be passwords that have no connection whatsoever to you. Because it's so easy now for um, malicious people to be able to uh, no, get into your sensitive information. Especially now that we have money on the internet. There's just so much reward and so much uh, temptation for yeah. other people to do malicious deeds. So having a password manager really just helps you secure yourself online. Moving on, we have another app that has helped me. It's called Google Translate. And I used to use Google Translate when we would travel abroad. So there are some countries that don't have translations for like their signs or I guess for restaurants, walang translation. But nowadays, there are a lot of stores that sell imported goods. Let's say like a Korean mart and they'll have like Korean food. 
and I want to know how am I going to cook this? If I don't have this Google Translate, it's going to be so hard. And what's so cool about it is that you can take a picture or just hover the camera over the item and it will automatically translate it for you. So the noodles that I got the other day, Fofo, they had no English translation. So I put my phone over it and it was such a weird translation. It was like, parang broken yung English. Yeah. Niya, but you kind of get the point of it anyway. So it's just really helpful because if you want to try out new things that aren't in your language, then you can with Google Translate. The next app we want to discuss is called Teleprompter. This is specific Ooh. to our work because every Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 9 p.m., we host a game show called Quizmoho on Kumu. Please do join that yeah. one of these days. It's super fun. But we do that right here, like exactly mm-hmm. here. Above us, we have a drop-down green screen, and we use that to shoot our game show. But the thing is, of course, we have a script. And I think it sucks when you're looking off camera to look at the script. So we had to buy a teleprompter and we needed a corresponding teleprompter app for it. So the teleprompter app, if like, let's say you have a Zoom call and you have to give a speech for something, it's great because it just scrolls up on its own at the speed that you want. So if you you have a job where you have to do public speaking or if you have to like do scripts like us and like constantly talk, then having a teleprompter app is super helpful because then you don't have to like keep on scrolling up and down. So it's made our job easier. If our podcast had a script and I was reading off the script, this is how I would look. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to hashtag behind relationship goals. So your eyes are kind of like off camera already. And then when you look at the camera, the person watching you is like, um, you're reading. Like I can <laughs> see where you're looking at. Okay. Anyway, we're moving on the next app. Uh, last two apps. The next one is called Auto Sleep. Bon easy. Auto Sleep is an app that kind of tracks your sleeping, but I think it just tracks our movement like when we're asleep. And heart rate. And heart rate. So it's connected to our watches. That will actually help me into the workout that I'm going to do for the day or just any other thing that I need to do. If I got enough rest, then I will be able to do a lot more work or heavier kinds of work. I've had this smartwatch that I'm wearing for the past maybe three or four years already. Mm-hmm. And I don't use it for fitness tracking. I don't use it as a daily watch. I use it mostly as a sleep tracker. The reason for that is there are times when I'm in bed, I wake up. I've had eight hours of sleep, but I still want to sleep more. Mm -hmm. When I have this sleep tracker and I see that I've had enough sleep, it tells me it's time to get up. If you sleep any more, that's too much. Yeah. You are indulging yourself too much. It's time to get up and work. And other times, naman, especially during taping before, it would also give me an idea of how much sleep I wanted to catch up on. So if I had just four hours of sleep, I would look for four more hours of sleep within the day just to kind of catch up. I know it doesn't work that mm-hmm. way, but it helps me mentally. It's kind of like a slap in the face, isn't it? It's kind of like your watch or your the auto sleep app telling you na, hui. Wag kang ano ah, wag kang tulog mantika dyan ah. Wag kang batugan. Batugan, that's the word! Uh, my brother came up with a new nickname for Soba. You what? know what it is? What? Sobatugan. Sobatugan. <laughs> uh, Wait, for those that don't know what batunga, batugan means, what uh, is it? Batugan is someone who um, sleeps excessively. 
you're batugan. Sometimes I Today am. you were batugan. Today, but uh, I looked at my auto sleep and I saw that I had eight hours and I was like, I gotta get up. <laughs> I feel so lazy, but I'm gonna force myself up because my body had enough rest. FYI, so batugan is here on the lower right corner of your screen. She's sleeping. Obviously. And we get to the last app, which is one of my favorites and probably the oldest. No, it is the oldest app I've been using. This is like a year older than Evernote. And we also mentioned this app in, I think, the How We Budget episode. Yes, okay. I think we did. I think we did. So we're just going to go through this quickly. It is called YNAB, which is short for You Need a Budget. Mm-hmm. And this is where we track everything all of our assets which is like investments maybe condos all our income all our work all our payments and expenses, expenses. Yes. it is all here and the greatest thing about YNAB is that it summarizes all your income and expenses per month or every three months or every one year depending on what you want the only thing I wish it had uh-huh. is something I will explain later in the loaded question Oh, interesting. But what else do you like about YNAB? Because I know that there are charts that you can see. Yeah. So you can actually um, compare the income that you had for a number of months, like January and February, March. You can compare your income versus your expenses. So you can see, okay, which months did I spend the most? And am I spending efficiently? Yeah, I think the coolest thing about YNAB is that I got it on my first year of working. So it has 10 years worth of data. Yeah. So if my kids wanted to check, what did... Uh, what did Fofo um, spend on on year one and two? It's actually uh-huh. in YNAB. You just have to sift through all the data. Yeah, you can how much you have was to input he spending? Everything. How much was I spending on year one and two? What was my biggest expense in my first five years of working? It's all there, all the travels. It's not as detailed now, but before I would put every single note. Fofo, you know what isn't in your YNAB that we need to put there? What? Our gaming expenses. Well, our gaming expenses are in the credit card bill, so you can just pull that up. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and given that we're talking about money, our next life hack, we're going to move on from the apps and move on to mini budgets. What are mini budgets, Bonizi? Mini budgets are things that you prepare for. Para hindi ka ma-surprise. Para hindi biglaan yung labasan mo ng pera. Okay, here's an example. When people buy cars or laptops, these kinds of objects which are high value and require big investment, I think that there's a tendency for people to think that's the last time they're going to spend on it. But I assure you that is not the case. For all these kinds of investments, there are always maintenance costs slash repair costs. Example, you have a car. In around two years, you're going to have to replace the battery. Shortly after, you have the tires. You have so many moving parts that eventually have to be replaced. And this is my experience in my 32 years of living. When the battery of our car dies, my mom goes, Toot! We have to replace the battery na naman. Gastos na naman. But the thing is, when I got a car, I realized that I will have to replace the battery because a battery dies. Exactly. So instead of having a surprise moment which makes you emotional in a bad way, turn it into a prepared moment by budgeting every month. And I say mini budgeting. So 500 pesos per month is allotted to car maintenance in the future. So in one year, that's 6,000 pesos. And if your battery dies, 
hindi ka magagalit because you're mm-hmm. like, no, I have a fund for this. Yes. And the same actually goes for your cell phone or for your laptop. Aminin natin, sino na ang namatay ang ulo ng cable ng cellphone nila? Me! Diba? Yung lumabas na yung looban, yung laman loob ng kable ba, ng, bat, kung, ng phone charger kung natin. Kung baga sila, eh, lumabas na yung spine nung ano, ng cord. <laughs> ah! Diba? And it sucks. And cables can be expensive. Cables yes. can range from 500 to 1,000 pesos. Tapos, kung nawala pa yung charging adapter natin, na tao lang naman tayo, it's unavoidable. It can always happen. We have to spend for that again. So my suggestion is, save 100 pesos a month. In one year, you have 1,200 pesos. That's enough money to buy you a decent cable and a decent charging head. If not, you could always upgrade, which will actually bring us to our next topic later on. But Bonizi, do you have any cuento about these mini budgets and how they've helped us? These mini budgets have really helped us from <laughs> being shocked. And one thing that Mikael said when we were discussing this episode was instead of having that surprise moment, you want to really prepare for that moment. And I'm happy because at least when I know that my phone is about to break, when I know that a charger is about to break, I won't feel bad because I know that Mick has put aside money now for this mini budget of ours. If Mikael mentioned cars and gadgets, for me, it's about the things that you use in your kitchen daily. It could be a microwave, a toaster, or even your oven. And it's good to put aside a little bit of money just for that. Because those also break down. Those also need repairs from time to time. Or Your you non-stick might, pants eventually become sticky. Which we actually <laughs> need to replace now. So we have to constantly like, upgrade our cooking equipment and that's also expense an expense that we have to make so let's budget for that fofo let's mini budget for our kitchen that's our second life hack for you guys we're moving on to the third one what's our third one bonizi the next life hack that we're going to talk about are the chargers themselves specifically for iphones in previous years they would supply you with a standard charger that is just five watts Mm -hmm. but it's possible to buy another charger for 500 pesos which will charge your phone three times faster and this was more important back pre-pandemic because mm-hmm. now we're just at home but eventually we're all gonna move back to a place where we're all going out once again yes. and it's important to be able to have battery in your phone so that's why I'm an advocate of fast charging you were explaining to me yung what wattage tamaba wattage yeah. the wattage of the the charger so the small ones that you would get with the iPhones that you said these were five watt five chargers. watts usually before when I would use the iPhone it would take me so long to charge my phone. Yeah, maybe around three to four hours to go from zero to 100%. The iPhones now can accept around 18 watts of charge, which is more than three times the amount of power. So I actually charge my iPhones from zero to 100% in under two hours. So cut down by more than 50%. So Huawei, mabilis mag-charge 30 minutes, supercharge. There are a lot of Android phones out there that also charge even faster. So it's just a convenience, especially for those who have lives that are on the go. Mm -hmm. And before the pandemic, our lives were super on the go because of taping. So this was very important. It's a life hack that I would share to everyone to prepare for the time that we're eventually we're able to move around again. Now we move on to our fourth life hack, which... We only realized because we're at home most of the time now. And that is having 
light furniture. Light meaning magaan. Magaan. Because we liked moving around the house a lot. We have had three to four different setups at home. Yeah, so our living room has changed drastically mm -hmm. from January of this year up to October right now simply because it's easy to move our stuff around. Yeah. And you know what? Every time we've rearranged our furniture, it's felt like a new home. And it's it was so refreshing. And because it was so easy, it wasn't a lot of effort. Imagine if you had a table which required six men to carry <laughs> or a sofa which required four men to carry. It's so hard to move around your furniture and make your home look brand new. Yeah. Because it really does feel brand new, no bones. Yeah, it feels like a, a different place every time. And when we have visitors that come, like Sina Lauren, when they come over, they're always like, oh, what's new about your condo? It's because we probably binaliktad namin yung, yung couch, we put it on the other wall, and now the living room is where the dining room used to be. So it's nice to be able to have like a different kind of feel to your house because you can move your furniture around. Of course, this is because of our personality. There are compromises to having light furniture. Mm -hmm. Light furniture means you're limited. Some people really like the look of tables. Yun lang, those tables will eventually be heavy. Yep. Or some people like huge cabinet systems which are not movable. So it really just depends on the kind of people People that you are. For me and Bonizi, what works for us is changing it up from time to time or whenever we feel like it. Yep. Bonizi did a live stream this morning and she pushed away everything. When I woke up, the dining table was on the other side of the room. The sofa was up against the wall. There was a huge hole in our dining <laughs> area because she wanted to work out there. Because I had to do it for work. But it was just so easy to do that and put it back together again because our furniture is so light. Now that we're done with movable furniture, what is our next life hack, Bonizi? Our next life hack is buying reusable items. Because one thing that we don't want in this house is a lot of stuff. So we're trying to look for things that are efficient, things that we can use over and over again. One of the things that has been helpful is washable pads that I use to take off my makeup. It's helpful because one, you're saving the environment. Two, you don't have to keep on buying it. So washable pads as opposed to... Cotton pads. Ah, that you're going to only use once. Yes, and then you have to throw it away. Okay, I have another one for that. Most guys shave. And let's do a little math here. If it's 50 pesos or 100 pesos for a nice shaver and you use it for one week, there are 52 weeks in a year. So mm -hmm. 100 times 52 is 5,200 pesos. I've had an electric shaver for the past six to seven years mm -hmm. that I've never replaced and that's still going strong and it's still very sharp and very useful. That electric shaver was 8,000 pesos. I spent on it. I invested on it and it was a good investment because if I kept buying shavers, disposable shavers, I would have spent over 30,000 pesos on disposable shavers. And how long do those shavers last for? Mm, let's say maybe a week. That's why I said uh, 100 pesos a week. Because like it's not as sharp yeah, anymore. Yeah, sometimes it gets rusty or uh, sometimes yeah. it's not as sharp anymore. Or sometimes, let's be honest, you lose it. Or sometimes you lose it in the toilet bowl. <laughs> oh, that's happened to you, I yeah. guess. <laughs> so an electric razor for me has been an amazing investment. My warranty payan for a couple of years. These are just examples of life hacks that have benefited us and have been good investments for us. Here's one reusable item that I am super happy that I got. 
uh, I bought a menstrual cup. Be, Ooh. be open to it. It's the human body. Okay, I'm You're open. learning about it. Fofo through me. My face is very open to it. And you should know about these things because I'm your wife. Okay. okay. Go ahead, Bonizi. And we will have children in the future and you need to explain these things to your future daughter. Okay. So I bought a menstrual cup. So from napkins, I use tampons, but I realized that it's not as healthy for the body. Like you could get like... Septic shock yeah if you have it in you too long you could get septic shock and that's not good for your body i was looking online and doing research and a lot of people were saying that you, you can save the environment more because you're not throwing away tampons or napkins and you can just keep on reusing this because and tampons are polluting the sea yeah same with napkins. <laughs> okay okay it's true same all right gotcha. that was semi joke i didn't know it was true so it's actually been helpful i've been able to save on costs for you know, instead of buying napkins and tampons. And I just use this menstrual cup. It's been very weird at first, but very interesting when you get to know more about your body for the ladies out there. If you're wondering, check it out. Do more research about it. But it has been such a great buy because I've been saving a lot of money. I'm just going to say I agree with you, I guess. Yes. I have no experience on this. <laughs> yes, you don't have any experience, but I like that you're knowing. More I'm supporting. About it. I'm supporting you. I'm supporting you. Thank you. For okay, supporting we're moving on to the next life hack, which is secondhand everything. Ooh, I or love most, this. Or most things. I secondhand love this. most things. Can I start, or will you start? You start because it came from you. I got this from you. Here's a piece of trivia for Bonizi and Fofo. Almost every single car we've ever owned has been secondhand. I think I mentioned this before, but the reason why we do this is because the moment you buy a brand new car and you take it out of the casa, it loses a certain percentage. Some people say 30, others say 20, others say more. <laughs> but the point is your, let's say, 1 million pesos automatically becomes less. And that's something I wanted to avoid because when you buy a secondhand car, you can resell it the very next day for hopefully around the same amount. So you're not losing money as soon as you purchase it. And if you're very patient and looking for a car, there are some that we've gotten uh, super baba yung mileage na nagamit and we were able to get it for a good price. So in essence, it was kind of like a brand new car that we paid a lot less for. Here's an example, guys. I have a Suzuki Jimny that I own with my mom. So my brothers and siblings use that. Mm -hmm. The craziest thing is that I bought that Suzuki Jimny pretty much brand new, but secondhand mm -hmm. because the owner won it from a raffle. So they couldn't sell it brand new. Because it was manual, right? Yeah. Here's the thing. A couple of years later, the Suzuki Jimny became like a collector's item. Yeah. It's so hard to get one brand new. So the value of my secondhand purchase went up. Because the value of the Suzuki Jimny now is higher. And it's crazy to think that that happens to a car. It almost never happens mm -hmm. to a car. Cars always depreciate. But our patience really paid off. And I think Bonizi hit it on the head. When you're patient and you really wait for the right time and you really ask around, it's a bit of extra effort. But over the 10 years that we've been together, we've really saved a lot of money on it. Parang yung pagiging patient mo rin sa akin, di ba? Did it pay off? I don't know. <laughs> to be seen. <laughs> it remains to be seen. <laughs> and the last tip that we have for you guys, sad last, but it's also one that has helped me immensely, is to 
unsubscribe to all your email subscriptions that don't even mean anything to you anymore. Example, do you still go shopping? If not, please unsubscribe to all your email subscription subscriptions about shopping. And another one is sometimes we tend to give our emails away to different places. Mm-hmm. Without even realizing without it. Without realizing it and automatically that subscribes us pala to different newsletters. It's so much nicer to look at your email when it's not loaded with newsletters from weird brands or groups or advocacies. So it takes a bit of time. It's definitely a bit of effort to look at each email, click on unsubscribe. Sometimes there are a couple more clicks to finalize the unsubscription. But What are the subscriptions that you kept? I'm curious. The subscriptions that I kept... That's a really good question. Can I look? Oh, really? You're going to look? Okay, I'm going to say mine. Okay, go. The, the ones that I'm still subscribed to are Nintendo because I want to be updated with the new games that Nintendo has. And I am subscribed to around three keyboard websites because I ordered from all of them and I'm waiting for updates. I don't have subscriptions, Bones. Zero? I have zero subscriptions. The only bloat email that i get is from the bank when my credit cards come in the Mm -hmm. bills come in and whenever i purchase something online zero i think i have zero you don't want to be updated with anything really can i see in fairness nakasubscribe ka sa food panda fufu nakasubscribe ako sa food panda in fairness naman what's up food panda (laughs) love you guys he's updated with the latest promos Literally, food panda lang talaga yung sayo dyan. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have email subscriptions. I hate it. I spent one whole day, maybe a couple of years ago, unsubscribing manually. Because I tried using like an automatic unsubscriber it app. It didn't work for me. So I just did it manually just to make sure I had no more subscriptions. So when I look at my email, I know it's an important message <laughs> if there's an email in it. And now we move on to the loaded question of the week. Here we go. Wow, that's a new version. Yeah. Okay, here we go. The loaded question is, Boneasy, if you were to come up with an app to make life easier, what would it be? Ooh, an app that would make my life easier. We mentioned a lot of apps earlier in the episode, but if there was one that would make my life easier now, it would probably be an app where I can book all of my appointments because now I have to manu- like I have to text them one by one. One is probably through text, one on Instagram, one on a messaging app. So imagine nakakalat siya. But if I had one app where I could just message all of like the salons or like the derma that I go to, if they were all in one place, it would make my life so much easier. I have an example for you, Bonizi, that you really loved just a few days ago. So last week, we were trying to schedule a meeting with an architect. And this architect was using a service online and it showed us her calendar. And we just picked the time slot that she was available. So she made available all her times throughout the week. And it was just up to us to click on it. And then yeah. she would just receive a notification. Hey, someone set a meeting with you at this time. I love it. And it's that so was cool. so cool. It was like an app 
na secretary. Yeah. So it would be so cool if like, let's say, the salon that I go to, Jingmonis, uh-huh. also had the same interface. And you could just click it. And you could just click it. I mean, if it's fully booked, then there's no space there. So I'll just look for the next day that I can book. It reminds me of ClassPass. So it's an app where you could book uh, different studios for working out in different cities in the U.S. And it was so cool because at least you knew which times were available. You didn't have to like go back and forth with asking, oh, available ba tong time na to? Is there still a slot? You just booked it and then okay ka na, good to go. Nice. That's really interesting. Okay, my turn. Okay, your turn. Um, the app that I would like that would make life easier is something specific to the Philippines. So I want an app that will allow cashless transactions everywhere. Mm. Meaning tap to pay. I my my hope and dream is that walana tayong cash or credit cards na kailangan dalhin. Because maybe on our phones the credit card information is stored there. Okay. All our cash information is stored there. In other countries they do this already. Mm-hmm. It would be so nice to not have two bulging devices <laughs> in my pockets. Isa na lang, yung smartphone na lang. Yeah. So that would be really cool. And a second one is, I hope that we can connect our bank information to budgeting accounts or budgeting apps. Yeah. Like YNAB. I hope that I can just connect all my online bank accounts so it automatically adds itself. Or like our credit card bills and it would just go straight to YNAB and naka-input na doon how much did we spend? Yeah, wouldn't it be so cool if we buy something on, let's say, Lazada or we use our credit card for something and automatically uh, that purchase goes to a budgeting app and then you see it for the month yeah. and you say, hey, you spent online shopping, all of this. Mm-hmm. Groceries, all of this. Electricity or utilities, these were your expenditures. That would be so convenient. Although, I'm not privy on the details but from what I've heard, there are a lot of laws here in the Philippines that don't allow banks to give access to third-party apps or something like that. Or, or I don't know if maybe the banks here are more conservative. I'm not sure why. Or at least Fofo, you know how like when you get your bill for your credit card, you download it and it goes to an Excel sheet. Yeah. Why not? You can download it and then upload it on the app. Yeah. Well, I'd like that whole process to be automated. Yeah, but you have to think about Privacy rules, baka mahack yung third-party account. Yeah, but I mean, it happens in other countries. Of course, we're a completely different country. We have different rules mm-hmm. and bylaws for the banks. But it's just a dream. It's just a dream app that I would like to eventually realize <laughs> in the future. And with that, these are the life hacks from Bones and Fofo. And hopefully, we've been able to make your lives easier by introducing all these new ideas to you guys. And of course, we love learning new things. So please write down in the comment section your life hacks para may matutunan din kami sa inyo. You can also email us at behindrelationshipgoals at gmail.com. And one more thing, do comment if you like the new OBB. We showed the new OBB last podcast, but now there's new Halloween soundtrack just kidding (laughs) (laughs) and with that thank you so much for watching I'm Fofo and I'm Bones and this is Hashtag Behind Relationship Goals bye Bye. guys